The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I was in Chicago, and I, uh, I had to get from, I had about 40 minutes, I was finished the speech, I had about 40 minutes to get from whatever restaurant the speech was in to the airport. Come running out, again, it's a thing, and it's about a half hour, I think, it was about a half hour, it should be about a half hour, 25 minute drive, so I know I'd be okay, but I, I, I don't rush, I'm not a rusher to begin with, so I... I get into the car, I turn on my phone, and my whole phone freezes. Now, I have a new phone. There's no reason this happened to me, but, well, there is, but my whole phone is frozen. And I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's going to be okay. I'm just going to click it. Nothing doing. I couldn't turn it on. I couldn't turn it off. I couldn't anything. My whole phone is frozen. And then panic started setting in because I was like, wait a second. I'm like, I, there's no way I could get to the airport right now. There's no way I could do anything. Like, I, half of me, like, thought to myself, like, Go back inside, have somebody, like my wife's number I do have memorized. I'm like, I'm going to go inside, I'm going to call my wife and just tell her we're moving to Chicago. Like, I have no, there's no way for me to get out. <laughs> you have, you have GPS, you can get boarding passes on your phone, you come here. It's no, this is the only way this, this works. There's no, so I said, no, I'm not moving to Chicago. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to stop at a gas station, I'll ask directions. I had to fill up gas, I had to rent a car, I had to fill up gas anyway. So I go, I fill up gas. I turn to the guy, I'm like, excuse me, sir. No one excuses me, sirs, anymore, ever, anywhere. The only reason you're ever going to be stopped by someone saying, excuse me, ma'am, or excuse me, sir, is if someone wants to kill you. That's the only reason they want to have anything to do. Otherwise, they'd be texting somebody. Whatever question they have for you, they'd either be Googling or texting someone. So I said, excuse me, sir. And this guy was like, no. <laughs> I'm literally... I chose the largest guy there just so that he's not intimidated and he was still freaking out. So I said, listen, um, I need to get to uh, O'Hare Airport. And I'm holding my phone. I'm like, I need to get to O'Hare Airport. And, uh, you know, I just, can you give me directions? And this guy's like looking at me. And I see him looking at my phone. And he doesn't know, like, he wanted to say to me, why don't you just use your phone? But he knows clearly that, that, that I can't use my phone. And he was stuck for a minute. Then he finally was like, yeah, if you take... He gives me directions. Now, I'm good at some stuff. One of them is usually sometimes directions. This time it wasn't. I drove out of the parking lot. I drove out of that gas station. 30 seconds later, I was lost again. I didn't make the first turn. I didn't make anything. I was lost. So I'm driving. I just see a highway. So I got on it. And already now, I have like 25 minutes left. There's, there's no way I'm making this flight. And the problem with that is, so it was the last flight... Because, God bless where we live, there aren't many uh, uh, flights that... It's one of the only downsides of living here, but there aren't many flights coming in and coming out. So, I, uh, so th- th- this was going to be the last flight that night. I would have to stay overnight. Then I'd miss here in the morning and my kids and that. So, I'm driving out. I'm driving on this highway. And I'm like, the whole time I'm saying, I'm like, Rebunishal, what do you want from me? I'm done. I'm done the whole thing. It's not like I have somewhere else to show off. I, I, got, I just want to go home. That's all I want. I just want to go home. Why? And I'm complaining the entire way. Just horrible complaints. And I look over. I finally see that there's a, there's, um, there's a sign on like the next highway over. It's like one of those clover things. Next highway over, there's a sign that says, uh, you know, O'Hare Airport. So I was like, great. And I just jumped <laughs> over half a divider and God knows what else. And all I saw is my wife's face in my head. And I was like, I, I, I got to get out of She's going to... So 
She's just going to be upset at me, by the way. She's not even saying anything. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, it was one of those, it's not, it's not a good thing. It was one of those, like, uh, I told her I'd be home. I'm going to make it, you know? And it was a male ego thing. And I jump into that. Finally, I get onto there and I, I miraculously, I finally pull in and I see the rent-a-car place. I don't even know how that happened, but fine. I pull into the rent because I wasn't going to the airport. I was going to the rent-a-car place first. I pull into the rent-a-car place. I jump off. And I remember that the bus in O'Hare, you have to take a bus. The bus that I took, the guy was really fast. It was far, but he was really fast. I'm like, it's going to be great. I think I might pull this off because I also have pre-check. It's going to be fine. I'm not checking any bags. Everything's going to be okay. I go running. Um, I go running um, towards the bus. I get down to the bus, and they're like, "There's no, there's no." Now it's all the way downstairs. They're like, "There's no buses." And I said, "I said why?" And the answer I got was awesome. That was it. That was all the information I was being given that day. I was like, "Am I supposed to walk? Like, what? Are you, why are you still looking at me?" And he's like, there's a train upstairs. I'm like, of course there is, because I come to O'Hare all the time. I didn't have enough time to yell. I, I ran, ran, I got on the escalators again, all the way up. I come, obviously the train's pulling out as I get in there. And the guy that was standing over there decided to tell me, he's like, you just missed it, by the way. That much, you just missed it. And, I was, and obviously then you start thinking to yourself, oh, if I wouldn't have went down to the thing, and I would have came up here straight, I would have made it Five minutes later, one comes, but five minutes is a long time right now. Five minutes later, one comes. I'm like, all right, I still have one thing that is going to save my life right now. I bar Hashem have my wife made me get TSA pre-check. I'm going to run through TSA. Everything's going to be fine. I run across. I'm, I see all these massive lines. And I'm like, ha, ah, ha, And they're all looking at me. I'm like, pre-check, it's fine. And I go running. And I'm like, where's pre-check? They're like, it's on the other side. I run up. And obviously, in a 24-hour airport, TSA pre-check is closed. So I have to go running back to all the people I was laughing at. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, Mr. Fancy Schmancy's bag. So I go running up to the lady. So I never do this. I never do this. I don't know why. I became obsessed with the idea that I had to get home that night. And I was like, I went up to the lady, and, and I was like, ma'am, I have TSA pre-check, and my flight is leaving in like 10 minutes. And she turns around, she looks at me, like right, she's like, mm-hmm. get to the back of the line. I'm like, okay, wow. So I start going for the shortest line. She goes, mm, that one. I was like, are you punishing me for asking you a question? And I don't want to get shot. So I went to the back of the longest line there. And finally, I get through. I don't know how this happened. I run to, which I never do in airports either. I, really, I don't know what was going on in my head. I would miss my flight, just not, not to have to run through an airport. I don't know why. I have this thing. I'm like, I'm going to take my time. It doesn't matter. So I run through. I get, to the, I get to the gate, and the lady was like literally closing the gate. And I come running up to her, and I'm like, I'm, I'm Yasi Manchushan. And she's like, of course you are. <laughs> she just keeps going. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I, you, I assume you were probably waiting for me. She's like, I wasn't waiting for anybody. <laughs> I was just closing this up so they can leave. So I was like, I'm on, I'm on the flight. She lets me on. I get on. I go to the, I, I, you know, I was the last person on. Everyone loves the last person on. I was the last person on. I'm walking through, and there was a stewardess with her back to me. And I don't know if Sandra, whatever, TSA lady, called her from there to, but she turns around and sees me, and she's like, oh. I'm like, what? Are you disappointed that there's a passenger on the plane? There's a commercial flight. It's not like you were thinking goats were going to be here. Like, she goes, uh, she goes, just just take a priority seat. 
I'm like, you could have said that nicer and everything would have been fine with me. And I got like a really good seat. It was great. So I sat down. The minute I sat down, my phone rings and, and I couldn't do anything on the phone, but like it came out a little bit on the top that like my phone was ringing and I was able to answer. So I answered, I haven't been Rabbi Kutov from Yeshiva. I said, Rabbi, I'm about to take off. Please text my wife that I'm right and she's wrong. <laughs> please text my, in case this plane goes down. I want her to know. No. I was like, I was like, uh, please text my wife that uh, that I'm okay. I just I couldn't text. I couldn't. Have my phone's frozen. So he goes, why don't you just do? Uh, no, I'm 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 all I'm all just done. And he goes, why don't you just do a hard reset? I'm like, why don't you just do a hard reset? He's like, what? <laughs> I don't know what that means. What are you talking about? He's like, the thing you could do on your phone is called a hard reset. I'm like, how do? You? So sure enough, it tells me how to do it. I do it. It takes about two seconds. My phone's back on and working fine. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I hang up with him. And I'm like, Rabbi Shalom, why? Like, why? Why did that have to happen? Like, he couldn't have called me a half hour before that. Not that I would have answered if I was going crazy like that. But still, like, he couldn't call me a half hour before. You couldn't have him call me. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, this entire time I've been yelling at Hashem, why, why, why? I've been so engrossed in what I was going through. I didn't take a minute to stop, breathe, and realize he was answering me the entire time. But I was yelling too loud for him to hear me, for for me to hear him. He was saying, you don't need it, that's why. You don't need it. I was like, Hashem, why my GPS? He's like, I'm Waze, really. You don't have Waze. No, you don't. I'm Waze. I'm the ways. That's it. You don't, you don't have TSA pre-check. I'm TSA pre-check. I'm the one. I'm the one. I even gave you a priority seat. Because I pulled off for you. You're fine. You're fine. Everything's fine. You didn't have to run. You didn't, you didn't have to do anything. Everything's fine. I got you. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.